eroticalust.com, home of erotic short stories and sex articles. Also available on the site are novels and kinky t-shirts. Now let's get to the story. Just before graduation, Ross's band had started to make airwaves. Radio stations had played his songs for several months, and now that he turned 18, he and the rest of the band could legally perform in nightclubs. The coming Friday was their first gig. They had rehearsed for weeks and were ready to rock the crowd. One of the reasons Ross wanted to be a rock star was to get girls. They had ignored him because being an introvert didn't help him make up for not being good-looking. Ross was a good guy but girls couldn't get to know his interesting personality due to his shyness. He figured they would approach him if he were famous. The gig went well. The crowd loved Ross's voice and guitar solos. The crowd's reaction cemented Ross's belief that they were on the way to stardom, where an abundance of girls awaited him. After the show, Ross put his guitar down and anticipated several hotties to approach him. He stood alone for several minutes. Another five minutes passed. Ross realized that the band's popularity would need to grow before girls valued him as a high-status male. He went to the bar and ordered a drink. Hi. Said a female voice over Ross's shoulder. Ross smiled, relieved that a hottie approached him. He turned around and his smile faded as he saw an obese girl wearing braces and acne smudging her face. It wasn't regular braces, it was headgear, braces that look like Mike Wire strapped around your face. You rocked tonight. Thanks. I love your band. I've got all your singles. Your voice is amazing. I just can't get enough of it. Ross smiled. Thank you. That's nice of you. It's my pleasure. I'm Chelsea. She stuck out her hand and gazed in Ross's eyes. You said you bought all our singles. Yes. You guys are amazing. I know you're going to be so famous. Chelsea was the first person to echo Ross's belief. He smiled, feeling his ego stroked. What's your favorite song? going away. Ross's eyebrows raised. You're kidding. That's the first song we recorded, like five years ago. Hardly anyone knows about it. I'm a big fan of yours. Her perpetual smile evident to Ross. Ross had no idea they attended the same school. Chelsea was invisible to him because she didn't look like a Barbie doll. But something about her energy and the way she spoke to him made her more attractive than he'd like to admit. They went outside and spoke for an hour about the band, discussing Ross's plans and their recording process. Chelsea wanted to know everything about him. Ross was delighted to share. Speaking about himself made him feel important. Ross was surprised when she told him they were graduating together. After exchanging contacts, Chelsea asked Ross to sign the poster for the gig. She thanked him and said that she'd treasure it forever. On Monday, Chelsea approached Ross during recess, holding a sandwich and juice. She smiled and handed it to him. No girl had bought him anything. Thank you. That's so nice of you. It's my pleasure. 
One day I can say I bought a sandwich for Ross Greger, the most famous rock star on the planet. He loved the sound of that. Chelsea knew how to stroke his ego. She asked if she could sit with him on the bench. Ross told her about an upcoming gig. Chelsea was excited and couldn't wait to attend. She told him about attending college to study marine biology and living at the coast to be close to her sea friends. Ross admired her love for animals. Chelsea attended every gig for the next few months. She cheered the loudest for the band during performances and took pictures, which she sent to Ross, expressing how proud she was of him. They spent less time after each gig because attractive girls approached Ross due to the band's growing popularity. He didn't want the hotties to see him with Chelsea because he thought that would devalue his status. Chelsea had noticed his disdain, but she kept vying for his attention after gigs. Ross had no problem speaking to her in private, but he avoided her after performances. He enjoyed talking to Chelsea and loved her personality, but he wasn't physically attracted to her. During college, Chelsea attended Ross's gigs. He focused on the band full-time and dedicated less time to Chelsea. After a gig, Chelsea walked up to him, smiling. Her smile faded as Ross walked past her, avoiding eye contact and then walking to a hottie. She called him on Monday, and he said that he didn't see her when she approached him. Chelsea dismissed the lie and then told him she wanted to talk to him in person. She felt that Ross was slipping away, and she had to make her move before losing him forever. They met at a park. Chelsea shifted on the bench and tapped her feet, anxious about Ross's arrival. She didn't know how he would react. She stood up and smiled, then hugged him. You guys were so great on Saturday, especially you. Thanks. What's up? She grunted, clearing her dry throat. You know that I think you're great, not just as a musician, but as a person. He nodded. We were friends in high school, when I didn't have anyone to talk to. You were so nice to me, and I loved talking to you. I enjoy your company as well. To me, it's more than about enjoying your company, and I hope it is to you too. He frowned. What do you mean? Chelsea looked down and gulped. Ross, I think you're amazing. I guess what I'm trying to say is, I'm in love with you, and I hope you feel the same. That's nice of you Chelsea, but I'm gonna be a big star. I can't be with someone like... I mean... Her gaze and shoulders dropped. Chelsea knew exactly what Ross meant. He stood up, apologized and then walked away. She bit her lip and squeezed her eyes closed, trying to prevent the tears from spilling. Tears coursed down her cheeks, and she trembled. At home, Ross slumped onto his bed and blew out a breath. He didn't want to hurt Chelsea, but his ego was more important than their friendship. How can a big up-and-coming rock star be seen with someone like Chelsea? He thought. His ego was partly the problem, but he was ashamed to admit having feelings for Chelsea. He'd always pictured himself with a blonde bombshell, not an overweight girl with braces. Now that he stood a chance with bombshells, he didn't see a reason to be with Chelsea. She called him the following week several times, but he ignored her. 
Ross felt awkward talking to her after she admitted her feelings. Chelsea kept attending his gigs during her studies, but he ignored her. Ross's band toured internationally for the following ten years. Their success spread across the world, performing at stadiums and hits reaching number one on numerous sales charts. The band's success meant that Ross had slept with many stunners. He was with Jessica in the UK, Samantha in Germany, Amelia in Sweden and Tammy in South Africa, just to name a few. He had the time of his life, or that's what he'd convinced himself to believe. Sleeping with beautiful women stroked Ross's ego, but the devoid of a connection made him feel ignored, the same way he felt in high school. He hated that feeling, so he yearned for a strong emotional connection with a woman. It was the only way for him to feel valued. The band's next gig was in Australia. Ross had never slept with an Australian woman, so he was eager to bend one over and give it to her hard in doggy style. After the gig, he saw a stunner at the bar and then approached. She introduced herself as Carol, and they spoke outside because the club was too loud. Ross loved her slim figure and perky tits. Her smile made her more attractive, and he couldn't wait to feel her soft skin against his. Although Carol was beautiful, Ross loved their connection. The way she spoke to him drew him close to her and made him want a bath in that feeling. They went back to his hotel room. Sitting on the couch, Ross kissed Carol's shoulder and then slipped off the dress strap. He kissed her breast, then wrapped his lips over her nipple and sucked it. Carol closed her eyes, raised her chin and raked the back of his hair with her fingers. He swooped her off the couch and then carried her to the bed. Ross lay on her and kissed her stomach, then her legs. He loved every inch of her body and couldn't get enough of it. Being with Carol gave Ross a high he'd never experienced. She opened her legs, and he waggled his tongue on her pussy, making her moan. He felt her get wetter, and he couldn't wait to be inside her. Ross glided his chest over hers as their lips pressed and tongues infused. Her skin heightened his lust, making him harder than ever before. He glided his hands over her legs and then nibbled her neck. She arched her back, raised her right leg and hooked it on his leg. They rolled over, Carol looking down at him and her nose an inch away from his. Before smiling, Ross shoved his tongue into her mouth. They rolled back and forth, unable to control their desire for each other. She sat on top of him, and he grabbed her waist. He stared at her tits as she bounced on him, eyes closed and moaning. He loved hearing her pleasure. She pressed her hands on his chest and increased the pace. Ross frowned and exhaled deep breaths, eyes closed. Passion had overfilled his chest, and he had to release some. He rolled on top of her and thrust, his ear bobbing close to her mouth. She moaned in his ear, and he wanted to hear more, so he thrust harder. Carol hooked both her legs around him, feeling his dick go in all the way, fast and hard. Ross's forehead wrinkled, feeling he'd erupt. She dug her nails into his back, and he unloaded inside her. That was the first time he ejaculated inside a woman. He didn't mind if Carol had his child. Actually, he wanted her pregnant. 
his feelings towards her were unlike anything he'd experienced. After dressing, Carol gave him her number and left. Ross was disappointed. He wanted to cuddle with her and find out more about her. He called her the following day, but she didn't answer. The rest of the week yielded the same results. Ross couldn't stop thinking about how she made him feel. His lovemaking with Carol was his first. The other women were just sex objects. The band's next gig was in Japan, and they had to leave in two days. Ross couldn't accept not talking to Carol again. He had to know if their night was special to her as well. He hoped she'd feel the same so they could be together. Carol was the one, and he'd be a fool to miss out on another woman he had a strong connection with. Ross went to the club where they'd met and spoke to the bouncers. They couldn't identify her, so he went inside and searched. He checked the whole club, but he couldn't find her. On his way out, Ross smiled, seeing Carol approach. Hey. I've been looking for you. Why? I tried to call you, but you didn't answer. Been busy. Ross noticed her nonchalant response, making him believe he'd have to profess his feelings to win her over. Look Carol. I know we've known each other for only one night, but I feel a connection with you I've never felt with anyone. You're amazing, and I'm really hoping you feel the same. You're wrong about knowing me for only one night. We've known each other for a while. What do you mean? Remember I asked you to sign the poster of your first gig? Ross frowned, then raised his eyebrows and widened his eyes as it dawned on him. But that was Chelsea. She nodded. I'm Chelsea. I gave you a fake name to see if you'd care more about my personality than looks. You look so different. How come you're in Australia? After college, I received an internship at an aquarium here, and I decided to stay after completing it. I love it here so much. Remember I said I wanted to live at the coast to be close to my sea friends? He nodded and smiled. She shrugged and said. Well, here I am. You look so different. Yeah, Jim helped me shed weight. The acne disappeared, and I didn't need the braces after my teeth straightened. After you peel all of that off, the only thing remaining is personality. Just like always. Ross felt a punch to his heart, knowing Carol insinuated their high school days, when he overlooked her personality and deemed looks to be more important. I'd love to stay in touch. You're a nice guy, Ross, but I can't be with someone like. I mean. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this story, you'll love the new erotic novel My Wife and Girlfriend, available on eroticalus.com. Just click on shop. While you're there, also check out the kinky t-shirts for men and women.